live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. How you doing, everybody? Welcome. It is 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes, rumble this video. You're locked and loaded right here. LFA TV, this is live from America. And I'm your ever so humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. And we are broadcasting, as always, from this wonderful, beautiful, live-free-or-die granite state of New Hampshire. And it is our pleasure, of course, mine and producer Eli Ellis's. To be here with you guys every single night, God bless you. I want to give a big shout out to Pete Santilli, a guy I've known for a very long time. He did a really good job here today. I called him up. I said, hey, uh, Pete, would you like a show on LFA TV? He said, I'd love to, brother, just like old times. What do you need from me? I said, I just need you to come do a show. His first show, he has Ben Berkwam on, talks about the JFK assassination in 9-11. I mean, talk about based. Right? Um, EO60101 said it's my birthday today. I don't know your first name. I can't say that whole thing. You got to give me your name. And yes, happy birthday. I'll sing it for you. Give some shout outs here. Denise, how you doing? Good to see you. Deb McElroy, thank you. JL Jazz is in the building. Robbie, good to see you. Red2855, God bless you. My son turns 18 today. His name is Nathan. Well, we'll sing him a happy birthday as well. Marita, how are you? Good to see you. Uh, so it's Nathan's birthday, and who's the other one? We got another one here. We got a first name anywhere. Jen with a pen is in the building. How are you? Savvy Granny. Halloween is here. How are you? Bad Moon, good to see you. We've got PA Cat Lady in the building. Mountain Tortuga. My name is Evelyn or Evie. Nathan and Evelyn. How about this? Here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Nathan and Evelyn. Happy birthday to you. Brandy from Montana is in the building. How you doing? Marky is here. Big shout out to Darlene and Kristen Jackson is watching tonight. Look, folks, as always, I got a great show lined up for you. You think me and producer Eli are just going to come with, uh, with an unloaded gun? Huh, Dave? He says, Dave, Dave says, can you shout me out? Dave from Mass made my neck wrap. Yes, my daughter uses that neck wrap more than I do. But yes, we still use the neck wrap. We're not going to come with an unloaded gun. Look, Eli and I, we come loaded for bear every single time. So let's do this. Do you guys all see that Joe Biden fell down the stairs? 
again. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got to get... They said then the White House, Eli, the White House comes out and says he tripped over a bag of sand. A bag of sand! A bag of sand on the stage of an Air Force graduation. I wonder if that same sand came from the botched pullout of Afghanistan. (laughs) Right, uh, Eli, Afghanistan. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was that same Afghanistan that he he traded the $80 billion in U.S. weaponry for. I don't know. But I looked at the stage, and I looked at it from multiple different camera shots, and I didn't see a bag of sand. Afghanistan. I don't know. It might have been a bag of Hunter's cocaine, Eli. It could have been an eight ball or something that he did. I'm not sure. Anyway, let's uh, let's roll the clip. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, oh, there he is. Air Force One down. The White House has fallen. Down he goes. Now I don't feel, you know, I mean, look, if the guy didn't steal the election and, 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 and be corrupt and be owned by China, I probably wouldn't laugh. But I mean, come on. There we go. Oh, a bag of sand. Oh, that damn Afghan of sand. No, I don't think there was a bag of sand there. As a matter of fact, I think he just tripped because he doesn't know how to walk. He doesn't know how to walk. He doesn't know how to talk. It's pretty much about it. That Afghanistan. Anyway, there's another guy who's running for president who's kind of just as awkward. His name is Ron DeSantis. He's from Florida. He's a great governor. But he's very awkward out there on the campaign trail when he's got to be around normal people that his PR team doesn't pick. I've noticed that about Ron DeSantis. He's got a PR team. It's very much like the Democrats. They handpick a lot of things, right? And I want to show you a couple videos of this guy who's supposedly going to be running against the tripper and thief. (laughs) The tripper and the sniffer and thief, Eli. Tripping over bags of Afghanistan and Hunter Biden's crack. Anyway, folks, I want to play a couple videos uh, for you. Let's pop this up on the screen here. Uh, check this out. It's just really awkward and weird. Huge, huge problem. Why didn't he do it his first four years? Huge, huge problem. Just look how weird he is. Oh, nice fake smile. Why didn't he do it his first four years? Why didn't he do it his first four years? Why didn't he do it his first four years? He's a big problem. Eh. Why didn't he do it this this four years? Oh, he's a populist, that man. Oh, he's great with the people, isn't he? His tiny little crowds. Well, here's the thing that he said. Why didn't he do it his first four years? He knows damn well why a lot of things didn't get done in his first four years. But more things got done in Trump's first four years than pretty much has ever done in anybody's eight years. And by the way, in that first four years, he visited with you a few times. You visited with him a few times. Oh, and by the way, he, you know, just made it so you could be governor. Here's another awkward, uh, pop this up. Here's another awkward um, uh, Ron DeSantis moment. There we go. Oh, we got sound on that? Oh, hold on. Hold on. Bring it back. There we go. Sound. Why not take any questions from voters, Governor? Governor, how come you're not taking questions from voters? Not coming up to me, talking to me. What are you talking about? I'm not here working with people. Are you, are you blind? Are you blind? I'm not blind. Okay, so people are coming up to me, talking to me, whatever they want to talk to me about. Wow. Wow. He says, why are you not taking any questions from voters today? Ron DeSantis then ignores him like he did when Charlie Chris said, can you look the uh, people of Florida in the eye and say, hey, uh, I'll be your governor for four years. And he sat there like this. 
Remember that? He ignored this guy until the guy had to ask three times, why are you not taking questions from voters today? And he says, I am. Are you blind? Are you blind? Does that sound like a kind of a guy that's going to win the hearts of America? Let's play that one more time for you. Why not take any questions from voters, Governor? Governor, how come you're not taking questions from voters? Not coming up to me, talk to me. What are you talking about? I'm not here with people. Are you, are you blind? Uh, are you blind? I'm not blind. Uh, okay, so people are coming up to me, talking to me, whatever they want to talk to me about. Wow. Just wow. And I want to say wow to Clee Sully. Eli, Clee Sully just donated $500 to Rumble Rants. Thank you very much, Clee. We, God bless you. That's a lot of money, and we appreciate you. I wish I could, uh, I wish I could talk to you more. Uh, I got to do the show, but thank you so very, very much. How kind that was. Just what a jerk. What an absolute jerk that was. He doesn't know who that guy is. That guy could have been some, that guy could have been a voter. That guy could have been a voter. So what do we got to do to uh, Governor Ron DeSantis? We got to light him up, baby. We got to light him up. So I want to take you from the tripper and thief to the guy who is very rude to the people who might be voting for him to the man who's beloved by the people so that was Ron DeSantis. Oh, excuse me. I, I actually did something. That was Ron DeSantis in Iowa. Here is President Donald J. Trump in Urbandale, Iowa. And let's see how his reaction is with the crowd. Look at that. That's a man of the people. That's a man who's presidential. That's a man who's beloved. how you be presidential and that is how you be a man of the people you know for a minute there i thought ron DeSantis was going to be like um iron sharpening iron and i was like man it's going to be a fight i hope they don't steal it from trump but it's going to be a fight because he's got a lot of backing and he's got a lot of people who are brainwashed enough to leave donald trump but now i think this is going to be light work eli eli i think this is going to be light work i think this is going to be like get off of me you mosquito because as you see one is completely confused and chaotic. The other, and rude, by the way, and very rude. How rude when you're trying to get somebody to vote for you. The other is beloved by the people. Let me know. Sound off in the chat. Sound off in the comment section, uh, the live thread, and also comment down below in the permanent comment thread. And let me know what you think about those three videos that I just showed you from the sniffer and thief to the commander-in-chief, and whatever that bobblehead is in the, in the middle. Amen? All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's go to the Lord. We're going go to um, we're gonna go to Jesus Listens tonight. I want to read from Jesus Listens because I love this book so much. As we are now in June 1st, 2023, already. 
Jesus, my faithful guide, I delight in spending time with you, meditating on your unfailing love, for you are my God forever and ever. Please help me through your spirit to bring my mind back to you whenever it wanders, especially with all of the stuff going on, presidential election year, people selling out the country, X, Y, Z. I find encouragement in the words of Jacob, quote, surely the Lord is in this place, end quote. No matter where I am, you are with me, and I'm so grateful that you are my God forevermore, today, tomorrow, and throughout eternity. You are also my guide, almost like a GPS, right? God, GPS. It's easy for me to be spooked by the future when I forget that you're leading me each step along my life path. Yet your guiding presence has been available to me ever since I trusted you as my Savior. You've been training me to be increasingly aware of you, as I go about my daily activities, no way I'm learning to draw near you, but it, or one way I'm learning to draw near you is by whispering your name, but speaking it out loud, very important. We talked about the tongue this morning. This reminds me that you are close beside me. Instead of worrying about anything, I can bring you my request through prayer and petition with thanksgiving. How I rejoice in the wondrous assurance that you will be my guide even till the end. Amen. Pretty incredible. Pretty incredible. Okay, we're going to go and we're going to, in Jesus' name, come to the Lord and say the Lord's Prayer. Okay? Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We come to our great Father through Jesus, through prayer, and there's no way to our Father in heaven unless we go through Jesus first. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to ask you to do me this ever so beautiful, wonderful, kind favor. And I'm going to ask you to refresh the video real quick. Okay, everybody refresh. If you're on your phone, just scroll down real quick. Make sure that you're Rumble counted. I'm showing that there's almost 3,000 people watching here on Rumble. God bless. All glory to God. Thank you for being here. And there's 685 Rumbles. If you've not liked this video yet, it's really easy. It's right down below there. Just click it. And if it's green, then we're good. If it's green, then you're good to go. Okay? Thank you very, very, very much. I love you guys. And remember, if you go to JeremyHarrell.com, we have the brand new Christ 2024 Save America t-shirts. We also have the handbags that go with this, okay? So get your Christ 2024 Save America handbag and your Christ 2024 Save America shirt today. And while I was doing that opening segment, I noticed that we had another donation from Moon0704. Thank you very much. Robbie Sunshine. A $200 donation. God bless you. Thank you. And Beth Seapool, a $10 donation. She said 300 people would be $3,000. I wouldn't even know what to do. But I'll tell you what we did do. We wrote a bunch of checks from the Slurp Fund today, ladies and gentlemen, for everybody that we raised money for in the last couple weeks, and we sent it out. And I'm so incredibly grateful. All glory to God. Okay, first and foremost section, please lift up your cups. I'm not sipping on coffee today. I got to get in my field of greens. Let's do it now. 
Freshly poured. Freshly poured as well. Okay. My friend, a good friend of mine, somebody that I've done events with, somebody that I've been on his show. I would love for him to come on my show. I reached out to him last week through his producer. I would love to have Steve Bannon on my show. I would be honored to have Steve Bannon on my show for many reasons. Number one, Steve Bannon, when he came up through the ranks and he, had a, and he was working with, with Andrew Breitbart and they were working together and, 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 uh, and um, James O'Keefe was also studying under uh, Andrew Breitbart and this team of truth tellers, they just started plowing their way through things. Alex Jones, everybody, they started plowing their way through things and Steve Bannon never stopped. And it was because of people like Steve Bannon that President Trump got elected to begin with. People like Steve Bannon, people like Dan Scarvino, people like Jason Miller, you know, the original dream team. You know, all these people worked together and they made something amazing happen. And so Steve Bannon has been a fighter and he's never stopped. Another thing about Steve Bannon that I love is that he was willing to set a precedent. He was willing to sacrifice himself and be arrested from the January 6th committee because he knew that this day would come. He knew that the day would come where we would be able to start doing that as well okay and now Steve Bannon today how many times has Steve Bannon had Marjorie Taylor Greene on his show how many times has Steve Bannon had Jim Jordan on his show let me ask you another question how many times has Steve Bannon let Marjorie Taylor Greene host or co-host his show this is how you know how based Steve Bannon is because now Steve Bannon is calling for the primary of Marjorie Taylor Greene and Jim Jordan. That's right. And that's how you know who the Patriots really are, who the most based people in this fight really are. Now, years ago, I would have said who the most based people are in this game. It's no longer a game. It is a fight. And it is a fight for the very uh, fabric of this country, folks. And when you have Steve Bannon, who has gladly had Marjorie, uh, Marjorie McCarthy on his show many, many, many times, co-hosting and sometimes even hosting, and now he's calling for her to be primaried, I'll bet she doesn't go back. I'll bet she doesn't even, re- uh, if she does, hey, more power to her. More power to her. But Steve Bannon is now calling for the primary of Marjorie McCarthy and Jim Jordan. And you want to know something, ladies and gentlemen? I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I don't think that any of those Republicans that voted for this debt ceiling bill, knowing that this was a Democrat bill on its way through, I don't think any of those people should be safe. I think all of them should be primaried. I think we should show them the real power of MAGA. And if you really want to know why Donald Trump hasn't really said anything about this, if you want to ask me, my personal opinion, it's because he's waiting for the dust to settle and then he's going to have a target And that target is going to go on the back of everybody who sold this country out. And I'll guarantee you Marjorie McCarthy won't be riding on Trump Force One much anymore. Okay? Somebody says, what does being primaried mean? It means that the next time you have a primary in your district and you're getting ready to run for office, that somebody primaries you out. That somebody beats you in the primary. And Steve Bannon is calling for somebody to beat them in their districts in the primary. I don't disagree. I just don't. Now, I want to play this video for you of Steve Bannon talking about he's ready to turf all of them out, all right? He's ready to turf all of them out. But before that, let me just go ahead and let me read what, the, um, what Steve Bannon uh, put out today. Amy Kremer retweeted Steve Bannon. Actually, Amy Kremer tweeted a getter post that Steve Bannon made, 
and had a picture of McCarthy up and said the sh- they should both face primary challenges from real MAGA. And he was talking about MTG and Jim Jordan. And then Amy Kremer then took it and tweeted out a picture of his getter post um, that said, Bannon calls for a primary against Marjorie Taylor Greene and Jim Jordan. So now I'm going to play you a video where he's talking about phasing out all of the Republicans who voted for this disgusting debt ceiling bill and to add $4 trillion to American debt. I agree with Steve Bannon 100%. I agree with Steve Bannon 100%. Please keep sharing this video. We just went over 1,000 people. I would love to see 4,000. That only happens with Telegram, Twitter, True Social, and Facebook group posts. Help me share it out, folks. Roll this clip. Today's Financial Times, wait for it. Jamie Dimon, big old headline, Washington-Beijing tensions have upended global order, warns Jamie Dimon. Jamie Dimon, who wants to be president of these good old United States. This is an inside game. Ask your person. Say, I don't want to hear any appropriations. I don't want to hear any other crap. I don't have time for it. I'm busy about my life. I want you to answer me one question and one question only. Why are you a yes on a vote that uncaps anything from this regime as far as deficits go. And why did you give them the second year? When you can explain that to me in a rational way, I'm prepared to listen. Other than that, I'm looking for somebody to turf you out. Yes. If you're in a red district, if you're in a red district right now, and you want to have any meaning and purpose in your life, besides the precinct strategy, now is the time to say, hey, I have backed you before. I have rung doorbells for you. I've put door hangers on. I've given you money. And you had my support. But here you betrayed me as your voter. Yep. You betrayed uh, our country. And you betrayed you betrayed generations to come. Because I'm telling you, folks, we're going to run some numbers here. And I think on Monday I'll be able to present them. We'll do it like a CEO presentation. We'll walk through certain sets of math of what 2025 is going to look like. Remember, this is all part of the stop Trump. Don't, don't. Exactly right. Now, there's more of that video I want to play for you in a minute, but I want to just interject here real quick. I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut off the great honey badger himself, Steve Bannon, but I do have to interject here real quick, and I have to say, I used to watch Steve Bannon every single day of my life, both shows. Then I started doing my shows at the same time he does his shows. Actually, one show he starts at 10, and then he goes until, you know, I think it's 12. And then another show he starts at 5 and goes to 6. Well, I do my shows 11 and 5. So when I started doing that, I could never watch Steve Bannon's show anymore. What a great time to go ahead, you know, go up against Steve Bannon, you know, arguably the greatest conservative fighter that we have today, right? So, long story short... I don't get to watch him anymore. I never see Bannon's show anymore because I'm working 14 hours a day straight. Lucky today we got some fresh air. So how do I know when we're on target? How do I know when the real patriots of this country are on target? When we're all talking about the same thing. I had no idea that Steve Bannon was against this debt ceiling vote as much as I was. I had no idea he was against it enough to call for the primary of somebody who's been on his show countless and numerous times and who would not even have nearly the popularity if she wasn't Marjorie McCarthy Green. I, I had no idea he was against it that much. But if he's against it that much where he's calling for the primary of Jim Jordan and Marjorie Taylor Green then I know that we're right on target. Now, there's another minute to play this video, not even le- less than a minute. Let's go ahead and so roll the rest This is of this. part of the Stop Trump. 
They don't want to put a weapon in Trump's hands, right, of the business and economy in May of 2024. They don't want to do that. They want to take that out. And in addition, think of how he's going to be shackled in January 2025, because what's going to happen? You're going to have a lame duck. And the lame duck, because they're all whining last week, they should have done it last We should have done this. We should have gotten rid of the debt ceiling forever in perpetuity. Boom. That's what the lame duck's going to be in November and December of 2024. And then when Trump takes over, you got the debt. And not just that, he's shackled. You're going to have, and we're going to show you this mathematically. They lied about this. Remember, if it hadn't been for Anna Paulina Luna taking the photo in the presentation that showed the four tree, and they were lying about that. They came out, no, 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 no. How'd you get that number? Where's that number? That number, oh, it was in our presentation. Oh, mm, sorry. Ooh, you got a receipt. I'm telling you what, ladies and gentlemen, there are new honey badges in the Republican Party, and Marjorie Taylor Greene is not one of them. Marjorie Taylor Greene is not one of them. You got new honey badges in the Republican Party. You got Anna Paulina Luna. You got people like Matt Gates. You got people like Clay Higgins. You got people that were McCarthy, Team McCarthy all the way. Team McCarthy all the way was Chip Roy. Team McCarthy all the way was Nancy Mace. And now look at them too. I want to see as many Republicans as I possibly can, all 70 whatever that voted against it, 71 I think it was, I want all of you to call for a motion to vacate, and I want each and every one of you to bring up the motion every time it fails, because it'll fail and it'll keep failing. And it'll keep failing until they break and bust. And Kevin McCarthy, you've seen how much of a weak lawn chair he is. He folds like a cheap suit, like a Walmart chair, a lawn chair, okay? He'll fold so quick. He, look how mad he got after only 14 votes for a speaker. What do you think he's going to do when 71 people bring up a motion to vacate every single time? That guy's a loser, and I can't stand any of these rhinos. And that's the part. That here's the worst part. How do you know who's a rhino until they're a rhino, Right? How do you know who's a piece of garbage until they show you that they are truly a piece of garbage? I think we've got that sound bite, don't we? Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. Big shout out to Anna Paulina Luna and all the rest of these MAGA, strong, courageous representatives out there. Okay? Jeremy, they rerun Bannon's show on Rumble. I actually think he's live on Rumble quite a bit. I'm very uh, disappointed with Jim Jordan, too. Matter of fact, he was live on Rumble last night on his Frank Speech uh, platform that he, when, he, when he goes on Frank Speech. He had like 20,000 people watching him live on Rumble. You know what I mean? He's great. I think Steve Bannon is the leader of, of what we do. I think he's the leader of what we do. And he's always right on target. And I don't even get to watch him anymore. But when I know that I'm saying the same thing as Julie Green on the... On the uh, on the, uh, the Christian and the biblical front, and I'm saying the same thing as Steve Bannon, and I don't get to watch either of them, I respect both of them enough to know that we are on target here on LFA. Now, Lady G, Lindsey Graham, he's actually very upset with this debt ceiling bill. And you might say, well, I didn't think that Lady G, Lindsey Graham, would be upset with this. I would think that he would pass it instantly. Well, Lady G, Lindsey Graham, the warmongering, uh, Tinder-using loser that lives down in uh, South Carolina. Um, and Tinder's an app for gay dudes, by the way. Um, he's upset with this debt ceiling bill because it, there's no money for Ukraine in it. Let me say that one more time. Lady G, Lindsey Graham, is... The Tinder-using loser himself, he is upset with the debt ceiling bill because there is no money for Ukraine in it. Like, they've already got $200 billion, and Lady G wants him to have more. But remember, Lady G and John McCain 
were also in Ukraine in 2014, causing the coup and causing this entire mess to begin with. Lady G and John McCain. Let's roll the clip. 25, we're going to cap spending at a level that we cannot expand the Navy. And in the same period of time, China's going to go from 310 ships over a 10-year period to 440. Less money for the Marines, less money for the Army, less ships for the Navy at a time of great conflict. Not a penny in this bill to help Ukraine defeat Putin. They're going on the offensive as I speak, and we need to send a clear message to Putin that when it comes to your invasion of Ukraine, we're going to support the Ukrainians to ensure your loss. <laughs> if we don't do that, then we're going to snatch defeat out of the jaws of victory. Senator Cotton is... Senator Cotton, you're up next. Uh, by the way, I didn't mean Tinder. I meant Grinder. Grinder is the gay dude dating app, not Tinder. He's on Grinder. Uh, but that's him. He's all mad because Ukraine isn't getting money. Can anybody tell me why in the H-E double hockey sticks there'd be money for Ukraine? You know what I mean? Chip Roy talks to talk, but then votes the other way around. Well, Chip, Chip Roy actually voted against this. So I'll give him credit on that one. I do agree with you to, to a certain extent, but Chip Roy did vote against this. And for that, I got to give him a little bit of credit. Now, actually, I give him a lot of credit for that. Look, I give credit where credit is due. A lot of you do not like when I give credit where credit is due, but, you know, when somebody does something good and I see that it's not for nefarious reasons, that's something you got to look into. Now, speaking of the Senate, the Senate voted 52 to 46 to overturn Biden's student debt relief program. Democrats expressed outrage after the resolution passed. So the Senate voted 52 to 46 today to block Joe Biden's student relief program. The legislation would repeal Biden's debt relief program and resume federal student loan debt payments, which the administration had on pause. Moderate senators, including Democrat Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia, John Tester of Montana, as well as independent Senator Kirsten Sinema of Arizona, voted with Republicans to pass the bill. Quote, with prices on the rise and our debt crisis getting worse by the day, the last thing we need is yet another debt-financed spending spree. This one to pay off someone else's student loans, said Senator James Lankford, a Republican of Oklahoma, and he put that out in a tweet. Democrats expressed outrage as usual. Republicans' cruel attempt to stand in the way of President Biden's plans to provide relief to tens of millions of Americans suffering under the crushing weight of student loan debt is damaging to our economy and wildly out of touch with financial realities facing working families. You want to know who said that? That idiot Ed Harkey from Massachusetts. That guy's a winner. So, you've got Democrats saying, why do we even need a spending, uh, why do we even need a debt uh, debt ceiling anyway. We shouldn't need a debt ceiling. We should just pay everybody's debt. We should just give all the money to Ukraine. We should just bankrupt ourselves. We're talking about, oh, all these people with the weight of debt. You know what? They signed up for that debt. Everybody with a student loan signed up for that debt. And if they were too stupid to understand that they were going to have to pay it back or their parents were too negligent to give them the tools that they would need to have the, I don't know, capacity to comprehend just basic uh, finances, I don't know what to tell you. That's too bad, so sad. Shut your mouth, get off your carcass, go to work, pay your bills. That's America. That's what you're supposed to do. That's responsible. Shut your mouth. Do your job. Do any job. Go to work. If you agree, do me a favor, rumble this video, make sure you like it, 
and share it. Now, I want to give some love to my favorite and our longest sponsor right here on LFA TV. They've almost become a part of the LFA family, and that's Field of Greens, ladies and gentlemen. As you can see, instead of my coffee tonight, I am drinking my Field of Greens. I didn't get it in this morning, and it's really hot here, so I don't need to have hot coffee Tonight, what I do need is nice, refreshing field of greens. Now, one thing that we do know is God wants your mind, body, and soul, your spirit, to be connected as one, three in one, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, mind, body, soul. He wants all of your stuff functioning perfect. Well, how do you do that? You get up in the morning, and first of all, you give all glory to God. No Bible, no breakfast, right? So get that word of God in you. Make sure that you are living off the word of God first, okay? Then what you need to make sure you do is get your daily amount of vegetables and fruits. Well, most of us work 14 hours a day nowadays, especially in a Biden economy, so we can pay for our gas in our vehicles, and we don't have the money to go buy organic fruit for the entire month from farm stands. So don't worry about that. Field of Greens got you covered. They went and they crushed all of the most targeted and perfect specific vegetables and fruits that actually make you a superhuman. That's right. You'll probably be able to jump tall buildings in a single bound. You'll definitely be smarter than a Democrat. You already are, so you're one leg up. And you could probably run as fast as the Flash. I don't know. I haven't done any of those things yet. I am smarter than a Democrat, but I did lose about 70 pounds. I do feel great. I have far more energy than I ever had, and it's real energy. I don't crash from anything. So, fieldofgreens.com. Get whatever kind you like. Join in the challenge today and get healthy with us. Fieldofgreens.com. Use the promo code LFA. I need to take a drink of mine right now. We're at 3,250 people watching 35 minutes into the show. I want to see if we can get to 4,000 people. That's probably a long shot, but if we can and you haven't shared yet, let's try it and please like the video. Here we go. Now, earlier... I was talking about Director of FBI Christopher Wray admitting that the document that would prove that Joe Biden is a felonious criminal and probably guilty of treason, that he admitted that the document existed by saying, I will not give you the document. I'll allow you to see the document. Now, what I didn't know at that time was that he didn't know that James Comer had already seen the document. So you know when you go to your kids and you ask them a rhetorical question, a question that you already know the answer to, but you want to see if they lie? You know what I mean? Like you go to your kids and you go, um, so uh, where's the iPod you're not supposed to have? I don't know. Really? You don't know where the iPod is? No, I don't know. Well, you already found the iPod in their top drawer. You already went through it and you already see they connected to the internet and they're Snapchatting or tweeting or whatever to their friends. You already know the answer to it. You're just seeing how, how far they want to dig themselves into a deeper hole. Apparently, James Comer had already seen the document in question. He'd already seen the document that he's asking and subpoenaing from the FBI. And the FBI said, no, 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 you can't. First of all, they said it doesn't exist. Hold he's, on. He's, Hold on. He, First of all, they said it doesn't exist. Then they said, then they said uh, uh, well, you can see it, but you can't have it. Basically admitting that it existed. Well, James Comer then went on fake Fox News and said, I've already seen it. I just didn't. I don't think he knew that. So let's go ahead and roll this clip real quick. He offered us the opportunity to come look at it in a private ship, but he, he was going to redact it. My experience with getting documents from the FBI when they're redacted, there's very, it's all black lines. They don't show anything. But uh, I'm going to say on this show what we told Director Ray, what Senator Grassley told Director Ray. He and I have already seen the 1023 form. 
We knew what was in the 1023 form. Until we told Director Ray that, he never even admitted that the form existed. So the, the level of confidence that we have with Director Ray only went down. It only declined throughout the conversation. So uh, we will go there and look at the redacted document, but we know what's in the document. And the reason we find this allegation credible, not only because of the credibility of the whistleblower, but because we've seen a pattern of Joe Biden when he was vice president leaving a country after he talks about foreign aid and foreign policy and his family members start receiving payments from that company through shell companies that are then laundered down to Biden family members. So there is a pattern of behavior. And we saw that in Romania. We've seen that in China. We've seen that in other countries. That would suggest. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, well, that's great. That's all great, James Comer. But you voted for this debt ceiling bill. And you look like the kid off Shrek. Do the roar. Do the roar. That's what you look like. Do the roar. Okay? You're a coward. I'm all for you investigating. Continue to keep them on their heels. Get whatever you can get. But show up in the fight when the fight is when you when we're, when we need warriors too. You know what I mean. My thing about that is, look, I'm all for it. Yes, hundred percent. Go get these documents and hold these people accountable. But do you think after the FBI, after Christopher Ray and Joe Biden and the rest of these swamp party swamp donkey losers saw Kevin McCarthy fold like a cheap suit, you think that they're afraid of this guy to hold them in contempt of anything? You see, James Comer is doing a great job. Jim Jordan is doing a great job, but we need you to do a great job all the time. We need you not to just capitulate to the Speaker of the House and vote with him so you can keep on your committees so that you can keep going and digging into Biden, which I think is pure. I do. I think what James Comer is doing is pure. I think it's right. Do I think what Jim Jordan is doing is pure and right? A hundred percent. They want to stay focused on that. But you guys got to also understand you have another job to do. And that other job is to represent everybody else as well when it comes to our finances. So you've got me pretty PO'd about that, James Comer. You've got me pretty PO'd about that, Jim Jordan. You really do. And had Kevin McCarthy said, nope, we are not budging on this debt ceiling bill. So take it and stick it where the sun don't shine. Had he done that, he would have gained so many courage points. He would have looked so strong. He would have actually had room to be able to have leverage over the FBI because they would have said, wow, that man is not playing games. Is anybody afraid of Kevin McCoward? I bet you the guy has pantyhose on under under his uh, suit pants, Eli. I bet you he's got pantyhose on and a thong, and he can't wait to get home so him and Frank Luntz can sit there and tell stories about kumbaya politics around the swamp donkey fire and pinch each other's nipples. Disgusting, disgusting losers. Drug addict pedophiles, all of them. I want to see real people, real men and women with real guts in these positions. We'll primary everybody. The whole thing could have been a whole different story had Kevin McCoward just not caved. I'm really ticked off about this guy. I want a motion to vacate immediately. Immediately. Now, this morning I talked about also the mainstream media, how they're downplaying downplaying, uh, our response to woke companies. Now, you know we have the power. If people people go woke, they go broke. You know what I don't understand? I'm going to say this before I get into the story, so please allow me to have a moment here, okay? It really bothers me that we can band together and bankrupt billion-dollar companies who go woke. 
but we can't band together and remove illegitimate people out of office that don't belong there. We can band together by the millions and destroy somebody's financial future. We can cancel culture them like nobody's ever canceled culture before. That's why we're going to ballot harvest like nobody's ever ballot harvested before. But why don't we do it when it counts? This goes back to James Comer and, and, and Jim Jordan. Why can't we band together and not pay taxes? Why can't we band together and block the southern border? There's the, the same amount of people that is needed to make a billion-dollar company go broke would be more than enough needed to remove these people from office or cut the southern border off or literally make them capitulate and bend the knee to us. That's my problem. That is my problem with the American people is that we band together when things are, when we have to do things uh, like make a company go broke, but we can't band together at that same level and say, we're not paying taxes. What are you going to put 10 million people in jail? I, I, I just, it's something that I've always had a little bit of a problem with, but I got to move on from that. I, I just got to move on. That's just my, that is my gripe of the day. If you allow me to get that out. Now talking about these woke companies and how they're trying to downplay it. Do you want to know how powerful that it is that we make them go broke? Well, first of all, uh, Target is now down 13 billion from what I hear, 13 billion. And here's, here's where it really starts kicking in. They can be down 10 billion. They can be down 13 billion. They can be down 20 billion. But when they start getting downgraded by banks for their credit rating, that is when you know that you have beat the brakes off them and you're beating them into submission. And that's exactly what happened with Target. JP Morgan, the bank of Jeffrey Epstein that also trafficked kids and allowed money to change hands for sex trafficking and, 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 and child trafficking. Yeah, that same bank, JP Morgan, They've just downgraded Target as the retailer suffers the longest losing streak in 23 years after trans-Satanist children's clothing line fails to impress. On Thursday, today, J.P. Morgan downloaded their outlook for Target as the retailer continues to suffer through its longest losing streak in 23 years. Do you know what that means? That means that Target is now going to have a very, very hard time coming out of this. They're not going to be able to get the money that they once were able to get. You see what I'm saying? They're not going to be able to get the money that they were once, that they were once able to get. They're not going to have an easy time filing for bankruptcy, and they're going to continue to lose, and they're going to continue to be downgraded, and they're going to, they're going to be downgraded so badly they're going to have to either sh they're going to first shut down stores, and then when they shut down stores, they're going to try to rebrand, and then with shutdown stores and rebranding, they're going to try to come back. But we need to keep our foot on the gas, ladies and gentlemen. Keep our foot on the gas. That is, what we, that is when you really hurt them, is when they start getting downgraded in the banking system. Losing money, look, we don't even know how much billion, a billion dollars is far more than you and I could even ever comprehend. So we don't know how much is, how much is the red line for a company. But I can tell you when you get downgraded by the bank, as far as your, your, your borrowing power, well, ladies and gentlemen, that is really bad. And I want to congratulate each and every one of you. As a matter of fact, let's go ahead. Um, me and producer Eli, we're going to go ahead and, and roll this drum roll real quick. Ladies and gentlemen, the Smarty Award of the day goes to each and every one of you. Thank you very much. Now, somebody said the other, somebody just said, Jeremy, you said that banning them or I mean um, boycotting them doesn't matter because they still get money through the back door. They do. But there's always a red line. And even when I said that, I said, that's going to happen until they get no more money from Soros. And getting, um, 
getting downgraded. See, all these companies belong to this major foundation. All these Fortune 500 companies, they belong to this major foundation. And this major foundation actually belong to many foundations, which all go to George Soros. And they all get money if they do X, Y, and Z. So you ask yourself, why would they go the same route as the person before, knowing they're going to lose everything? Because they're made to do that or else they're not going to get the annual funding from these George Soros-funded um, uh, companies, charities, whatever it is, programs. And this, these are an, this is annual money that comes in. So they figure, okay, we can take a loss for, let's say, two years, as long as we got money coming in from Soros. But there is a red line somewhere, okay? Soros isn't going to fund people forever. Sooner, as you, If you keep your foot on the gas and they keep losing, that's when they start getting bank downgraded. That's when st- money stops flowing. So when I, when I say it like that, there's obviously always a breaking point, right? There's always a breaking point. Well, that breaking point for Target seems to be... Uh, Seems to be being downgraded. So keep your foot on the gas with them and uh, and J.P. Morgan. As a matter, you know, they are the bank of J- of uh, Jeffrey Epstein. All right, I want to go back. I wasn't able to read any of the comments. You guys were they were coming in really quick. So I, I'm just going to go to the next story here. And the next story is I want to get back to to uh, Ron DeSantis because he's out there. He's campaigning. He's not resonating with the people. He can't get a crowd. And because he can't get a crowd like he wants to get a crowd. He's a fail. Not only is he failing to attract crowds in Iowa, but he's failing to attract viewers as well via social media. He's just not trending well as a uh, presidential candidate, at least to this point. So because he's failing to get the crowds, because of his lack of support on the ground in places that are not Florida, well, ladies and gentlemen, he's starting to get a little frustrated, as you can see in those videos that I showed you in the beginning of the show, where he was snapping back at people and asking them if they were blind. But now, Team DeSantis is putting out misinformation about Trump's crowds in Iowa. Oh, yeah. They're embracing the gutter tactics, ladies and gentlemen. They're embracing the gutter tactics. And let's, this is where the rubber meets the road. This is where Trump is going to just beat you into oblivion. One of Ron DeSantis' top advisors, John Cardillo, spread misinformation about a Trump crowd size in Iowa. Cardillo tweeted a video of Trump at a radio station in Iowa and claimed it was an open campaign event. Thousands have seen the video, and as of now, Twitter has not applied community notes to Cardillo's video, leading many to question if Elon Musk and Twitter's new globalist CEO are turning the platform into a de facto pro DeSantis super PAC, which we already know they're doing. Cardillo tweeted the inaccurate video with an erroneous caption that read, quote, six or seven people showed up to meet Trump in this Iowa venue. People are over him. The poll, the the push polls are way off. However, if somebody watched the video, one can clearly tell that a WHO radio sign is right behind Trump's head, clearly indicating that Trump is at the radio station and not at a campaign rally. A Trump campaign press release from earlier this week said Trump would be conducting an interview at WHO Radio in Iowa. Quote, President Trump will appear at the studio with Simon Conway of 1040 WHO Des Moines for an interview. And by the way, that got de- that whole uh, misinformation about crowd sizes was debunked with the video that I showed you in the beginning of the show. And that video showed exactly who was the favorite and who wasn't the favorite. Amen. Unbelievable. I think DeSantis is going to sink like a rock. I think he's going to desink <laughs> like a rock. You hear that, Eli? 
I hear DeSantis is going to just sink like a rock. I really do think he's going to because this is uh, at this moment, when you're at this moment in your presidential campaign, you should be firing on all cylinders. Everywhere Donald Trump goes, he fires on all cylinders. He's got crowds that are too big to even fill anywhere he is. And Ron DeSantis just is like, he's like a V8, but he's only firing off three cylinders. And he's just not going to be able to catch up. He's just not. I'm not trying to be mean here. I'm actually literally trying to tell you that this man is going to get his butt beat really bad. Okay? Somebody wanted me to play the loser song for Ron. All right, let's go ahead and do that. I got to find it here. I got to find it. There it is. There we go. Ron DeSantis, this is for you. Ron DeSinking. There you go. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to take a quick break here so that we can um, talk about another one of our show sponsors. Uh, and just like you guys, these guys have, uh, have kept us on the air for quite some time. And uh, if it wasn't for them or you guys, I don't know where we'd be or what capacity we would be in. But that is our second longest sponsor that we've ever had, and that is Gold Co. Look, folks, if you're looking to, I don't know, put, a, um, put your savings account right now in a safe. If you're looking to... Say, if you, if you looked at your 401k and said, you know, I've watched 30, then 40, then 50, then 60, then 70, then $80,000 leave my 401k, it's not going to stop. If you've been waiting to find a way to put your money into something a little bit more safeguarded, kind of like real estate, land, or precious metals, and you have not done it yet, I'm going to tell you it's not going to stop. I told you gas prices were going to go back up. I looked at them today. They were 10 cents up from when I said that last week. This is not going to stop. So putting your money in gold and silver or land or anything like that, it's not about hoping that you, I mean, you can pray that you can get more for it when you sell it and resell it, which you should do, but that's not why you do it. You do it to keep it safe so that when you liquidate it again, when Trump comes back and you heard Bannon today on the, on the video I showed, he didn't just say if Trump comes back, he said when it comes back. Thank you, Marita. That $50 does help very, very much. Thank you very much. Look at Lisa. She says, our 401k is down $14,000. Oh, wait. Excuse me. Down to $14,000, and it was $110,000. So sooner or later, you got to stop the bleeding. How do you do that? Well, don't talk to me about it. Talk to the actual uh, experts at Gold Co. and just call them. It's just 855-559-3433. It takes literally a few minutes. They're very honest with you. They're very open. They're not pushy. Or you can go to goldco.com slash live and see this thing right up here. It's a live chat. It'll pop up and somebody will come on and talk to you about safeguarding your money because it's time if you haven't because it's only going to get worse. That I do know. That I do know. Somebody said gas is down 12 cents there. Hey, hey. do you live in the Midwest where there's a lot of ethanol? It's up 10 cents where I live, unfortunately. I can't stand that. Uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I wanna, we've got eight minutes left. And in this eight minutes, I'd like to show you a few things. Number one, did you guys hear Carrie Lake's, um, Carrie Lake's announcement of the pressure that she's been putting, that she and other Arizonans have been putting on the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors and on these corrupt officials so much? Here's the news of the day. Are you ready for this? Maricopa County, Arizona Supervisor Bill Gates, the guy in charge of everything in Maricopa County, him and Stephen Richer, really, he announced today that he's not going to be seeking re-election. He's going to quit. 
amid ongoing scrutiny of the county's hand, county's handling of its elections under his tenure. He can't handle it, ladies and gentlemen. He says this today. <laughs> Today, I'm announcing that I will not run for re-election to the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors in 2024. <laughs> As this chapter comes to an end, I rest well, knowing that I led with integrity, compassion, and dignity. Peace out, Girl Scout. Don't let the door hit ya where the good Lord splits ya. As a matter of fact, I think we've got a couple songs for this. It's been a while. Why don't we break it out, ladies and gentlemen? There it is. Bye bye. See, la- see, ladies and gentlemen, fighting somebody and putting pressure on them over and over and over and over and over and over again. It really does work. Hold on, we got another one here. Another one bites the dust. There it is. Uh. Mm. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. See you later, Bill Gates. Don't worry. Don't go too far. Preserve all your records because we're going to come for you. We're going to be coming for you, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Are you ready for this? Carrie Lake's got a new song out. Did you hear this, Eli? Oh, yeah, we heard it today, didn't we? Well, actually, somebody made a song with Kerry Lake in it. And the song is called 81 Million Votes, My A.S. You know what? Let me just play a little sample of it for you real quick here. This is Kerry Lake's new song. Sounds to me like she's trying to position her way into VP pick. I don't know. Roll Roll the audio. Here it comes. Here it comes. Hold on. If you would have told me two years ago, three years ago, that I would be in the middle of a political movement, I would have said, put down Hunter's crack pipe. Right now. Right now. I can't afford the groceries. I can't afford your gas. It's my inflation cross the nation. 81 million votes my ass. That's what I'm talking about. 81 million votes. My ask me no more questions. Tell me no more lies. I also got word. I won't say who yet told me, but I also got word that she's booked for a couple different national speaking events. Sounds like to me, Donald Trump might be making a circle back to one Miss Carrie Lake. Now, I would love Byron Donalds, but I would also love a carry lake vp let's let let's play that one more time let's play that one more time how about that if you would have told me two years ago three years ago that i would be in the middle of a political movement i would have said put down hunter's crack pipe right now right now i can't afford the groceries i can't afford your gas it's bad inflation cross the nation 81 million votes my ass hey 81 million votes all right now i know we had to talk about swearing this morning and yes definitely that's uh uh but there's not a lot of intent behind that there's not a lot of intent behind that there's no ill will or no mean or no anger intent behind that i'm just gonna say that i'm just gonna go out of limb and say that uh also ladies and gentlemen um when donald trump found out when Donald Trump found out that uh, Joe Biden had fell, he was, uh, he was on RSBN at this time. This was today. And I want to play for you what Don- now, now, you guys do remember when Donald Trump found out that uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg had passed away. His, um, his response was very 
genuine. He was genuinely hurt that Ruth Bader Ginsburg had passed away. If you guys remember that video, it was epic. I mean, because it showed you that Trump was not a man of hate, that he doesn't, you know, he doesn't love or, 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 or you know, relish in the fact that somebody, uh, an opponent died. Now, if Trump died, the left would love it. They'd be like, oh, well, oh, well, oh, well. I want you to hear, he was on RSBN today. I want you to hear what he said when he was asked if he heard about Joe Biden falling. It's pretty incredible, actually. Roll it. He's at the Air Force Academy. He actually fell down. Well, I hope he wasn't hurt. I hope he wasn't hurt. But it's the whole thing is, look, the whole thing is crazy. You got to be careful about that. You got to be careful about that because you don't, you don't want that. Even if you have to tiptoe down a ramp, you got to tip. So, so he goes, so he's at the Air Force Academy. Oh, he fell down? I hope he didn't get hurt. That was real Donald Trump. And then he said, look, I mean, come on. Come on. I, it, it, that's just Donald Trump going, look, guys, come on. Now, you saw on that ad that RSBN had, they had their little Trump bobblehead. Well, ladies and gentlemen, guess what? You can get your own very own Trump bobblehead that says, I'll be back. Look at that, the Trumpinator. And the link is in the description of this show. You can go get yours now. Limited, limited, uh, limited amount left. Trumpinator, I'll be back. Great bobblehead, especially to send to your liberal family members. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I got a little surprise for you on the way out tonight. I've got a little surprise for you on the way out tonight, and I was really excited to do this. So why don't we just go ahead, and why don't we just... <laughs> All right, ready? Let's roll it. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for joining in tonight. There are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I want you to keep your families close. I want you to keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, always, always continue to spread that gospel. Thank you very much for watching. Live from America here on LFA TV. Remember to like the video on your way out. Thank you very much. God bless each and every one of you. Rumble, rumble, rumble. LFA TV continues with Will Johnson. I hear he's starting his countdown already. So by the time you leave this show and go there, he'll be going, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Culture Wars. Will Johnson coming up next. I love each and every one of you, and I'll see you tomorrow morning for Rise Up. God bless you guys. Keep your guys's, uh, keep your guys's uh, vigilance up because uh, who knows what's coming next. I love you guys. I'll always love you. Have a great night, and peace.